0: Hey everyone, welcome to Selling with HubSpot. We're here with uh, Stefano. How do you say your name in English? Stefano. 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 Yeah, (laughs) I guess Stefano a lot. Stefano. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's it's so confusing when you when you switch from Spanish to English. Definitely is. I always get Luis. So there you go. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it happens. So so yeah. So uh, Stefano um, and. I always forget exactly what your role is, because yep. I mean we've known each other for I don't know like eight years, a long time, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been working with HopsUp for a long time, yeah. so um, yeah, I think we met. Like I mean, you, you were definitely not in your role, yep, and you've grown a lot. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about what it is that you do today? Sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. I remember when I started actually,
1: almost eight years ago, uh, I was shadowing one of my colleagues, Karina, and you, she was working with you guys. So it was, yep. <laughs> it's great. Full, full circle, uh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, We're
0: both grown a lot. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: So I work with our solution partners um, in Ladam as well as Brazil. So, my role specifically, uh, I focus on two roles. I focus on our, cha- our channel account managers, so our CAMs, and also focus on our partner specialists. So, I've been at HubSpot for eight years. I started at HubSpot when I was a BDR. So, I started from the ground down all the way up. Um, I'd had many roles, but always focused on the partner ecosystem. So, I was uh, I was a cam, then I was a hybrid cam, then I was a partner specialist, uh, and then I became a manager probably a year and a couple months ago. Um, but yep, that's what I do. And then our channel account managers, so every partner of ours, they have a channel account manager. They're more focused on the selling, on the coaching, working with our partners to generate more opportunity for HubSpot and for themselves. And then um, partner also has someone called a channel consultant, so they focus more on that service services, delivery, operations, as well as retention. And then we have a partner specialist, so she focuses on ad- acquiring new partners that want to be involved in our partner
0: ecosystem. Super. So for someone who's, who's new to the hotspot ecosystem, yeah. you might not fully understand, uh, a cam is something like the sales advisor for a uh, partner. Correct. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Super. So, so you're very involved in sales. Yep. You've had a lot of experience yourself in sales. Yep. And, and you're you're in a lot of contact with people who are on the ground doing sales. Yep. So um, what would be like your number one recommendation to someone who's starting to sell, starting to sell a hotspot? Uh, what would you say that they, they should really look into doing? Yeah. I mean, for me, every new rep, just focus on
1: product. Uh, I, I I recommend the new reps. There's always going to be... Ways in which new reps focus on selling and sales processes obviously that's very very important, but if you don't know what you're selling how can you sell it right? absolutely um, so I tell the new reps try to focus so much on getting into the platform understanding what our product is what what it is, what it and what's the good, what's the bad, what's the ugly. Uh, we have five different modules at HubSpot where we have the marketing hub, the sales hub, the service hub, the CMS hub, the operations hub, and then we just launched another one called the commerce hub. And when I started, we only had the marketing hub. So, <laughs> it was so easier. Um, right. It was, it was so much easier back then. So yeah. much easier back then. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. Obviously, sometimes new reps kind of feel like they're That's drinking out of uh, yeah. a fire hose. But if you can focus and really get an
0: understanding what that product is, then you're able to sell it. And how would you recommend that they go about actually understanding what that product is? Because, I mean, it's super important to know about your customer, know what their needs are. But you also absolutely need to understand what you're selling. Because otherwise you might come into that situation where they say, you know, I really need this. And you don't know if that's something you can do for them. So how would they go about actually learning about HubSpot, learning about what HubSpot can do for their leads, for their potential customers? Um, Because, I mean, it, it, it can be like... Yeah, drinking out of a fire hose. Yep. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, there's a lot of content out there, right? And one of my recommendations is every new employee has their own portal, their own personal portal, right? So I would that was that would be the first place I would start. Going right into that portal, understanding all the products, doing clicking in. However, you learn if you're clicking in, if you're experimenting, using exactly testing. um, That's one. That's that's the main thing I would I would focus on. And then there's other things outside of that. So we have our full academy, right? We have certifications, we have courses, we have all these knowledge-based articles as well. Um, So you can start using those within your own portal. Um, And then kind of look outside of that and understand who is good on your team that does great demos, that understands the product, that's more of a technical person. Um, There's a bunch of very, very smart people here at HubSpot. That's why I love HubSpot. That's why I've been in HubSpot for a very, very long time and learned something new every single day. Um, so I would kind of look into your team, figure out who your team lead is, who your buddy is, and see how they go about demos. We also have, we use something called Gong here in HubSpot. Um, so there's basically recording of, of many, many calls from many, many different people. So you can go in there and just go into certain libraries and hear different calls from different people because everyone has a different style and where they go about it. And then collaboration amongst other people that kind of your surround sound of who they help you with right so more of our technical counterparts like our solution engineers our solution architects who they know the product inside of and out and if you can have those conversations with them
0: you'll be successful in the role because sometimes it's it's also important to have that humility and say you know i actually don't have the answer for this like you've asked me a tough question i don't know if we can do this and you can bring in your your uh, experts your technical experts they're sure. gonna give you a hand and they're gonna analyze the situation right? For sure. and and this teamwork this yep. teamwork that we're talking about yep. I think I mean it probably resonates a lot with you because yes. you love volleyball I love right? volleyball. Yep. I do so I know I know very little about volleyball <laughs> I don't know I don't really know how it works I know like you're you're throwing the ball yeah yeah <laughs> that's pretty much the extent yep. I mean I've played it uh, on the beach but that's it yep uh, now what what kind of parallels can you draw between volleyball yep. and selling yeah uh, and I mean Can you give us like a quick rundown of how volleyball works? Yeah, for sure. So volleyball is a very collaborative um, sport. That's why
1: I love it very much. I play twice a week. It's three-hour sessions every week, so it's 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 very extensive. And why I like the that 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 specific sport for example it's a very team sport there's obviously individual sports out there um, but what volleyball is is there's different rules and everyone has a strength everyone has a weakness right you have your strikers the people that are going to be spiking the ball you have your setters the people that are going to be setting up people to spike the ball uh, you have your liberos so those people are better at passing the ball for example so when I, it comes to volleyball it goes a <laughs> bump set and a spike yeah i would um, love to be the spike but uh i don't, yeah. I don't think I I'm, too, I'm too short <laughs> for that yeah <laughs> Um, and then you also have people that, what I play, I play a position called the middle, so we're actually blocking um, and being more of a defense mm. uh, for our team. So, as you can see, there's multiple people doing multiple things, multiple roles, and I think there's a parallel between um, you as a sales rep, I think a lot of the time either you don't like to ask for help, right? And you kind of are just focusing on yourself, you're in the number, and if you're able to collaborate, if you're able to understand what someone's doing well, what's your weakness, and how they can start complementing, I think that's also really important, because collaboration and teamwork is how you're able to,
0: as a team, grow better. I love it, I love it. And, and now, so, somebody's having this sales, you yep. know, like they're having a sales process, Yep. they're going through it, and. Yep. They they're able to recognize that they need a hand How do they go about finding the right person to give them a hand? How do you get to know like your whole team? Mm-hmm. Uh, what what each person's strengths and weaknesses are and when's a good time to draw them into this uh to this sale communication Right, I think that's also a big, big thing about volleyball. Uh,
1: you need to communicate. Mine, right? If, if you, if maybe there's a ball right between me and this other person, are we calling that? Are we calling that ball? So for me, communication is really important. You'll have many different people that will want to help you, want to help you to be successful, want to give you the tools to be successful. Um, So you have your team lead, you have your buddy system, uh, you have your manager, and you have your surround sound team, right? That will help you get to your quota. So You have our contracts team, our renewals team, you have the marketing team that are going to help you bring you leads and demand. You have, um, as well as our technical team, so our solution engineers, our solution architects, and you have partners, right? You have partners in ecosystem that are so willing to help um, when things um, are maybe a little more technical or a little bit more customizable or more advanced. Um, So you can use all these different types of resources and really understand
0: um, how can you start progressing your deals and get to your quota faster. Love it, love it. And now, it can be a bit overwhelming because there's also a lot of people that you can draw help from. Uh, uh, So if you're new to this and you don't know where to go, like you don't know who to ask for help, uh, how would you go about that? Like, What what would you recommend would be the the first person to ask uh, for help? manager manager your manager for sure your manager
1: will help understand who who maybe that person maybe that manager can help you in that moment hopefully not we have a baby crying in the background but <laughs> we're going to continue with the show yeah, i
0: mean we're, we're in the middle of inbound, in in middle inbound. Like, uh, things are about to happen <laughs> exactly but, <yeah. laughs>
1: so i would speak to the manager and then the manager usually is the person that can help you delegate who the best person would be <laughs> Because the manager understands and talks to a bunch of uh, other reps on your team, and hey, this person uh, is great when it comes to um, selling the operations. So, this person is great when it comes to selling the sales hub or whatever. Um, so, that manager will
0: be your best point of contact to then understand who the best point of contact would be after that. Love it. Love it. Yeah, that, that's absolutely crucial. I think, uh, I mean, no, knowing that you have someone that you can rely on yeah. for that extra help, yeah, that's, that's super important. Now, uh, Stefano, one uh, one last question I like, uh, Any 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 common mistakes that you see? <laughs> Sorry, it's the baby. <laughs> no, go not, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Cool. No, yeah. uh, <laughs> it happens. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, like any any common mistakes that you see, or, or a common problem, yeah. something to draw on. I, yeah. I know we were talking about qualifying. Yep. Uh, so so like. Qualifying can, can be something that you sometimes forget to do or you yep. get too enthused with, yep. with a prospect and you're like, no, man, I don't want to let go. Yep. Uh, how, how can you determine if like, this is the right fit? Yeah, so in HubSpot, we focus on two
1: things. If there's a concept of a lead and if there's a considered buying process. Right? I think a lot of new sales reps, they, you're going to get a lot of people that are going to want to talk to you. <laughs> right? That's good and that's bad. Um, and over the years, our, our brand, <laughs> the baby's gotten to me. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, over the years, HubSpot's brand has gotten more and more popular. So you're yeah. gonna get a lot of people that are gonna want to talk to you. And I think one thing that new reps have to understand is disqualifying is okay, right? And and I know it's it's weird. And I know it's strange because you're a sales rep and you want to sell and you want to get to your quote and you want to get to your number. But I also see a lot of newer reps focusing on those prospects that are never going to buy. So disqualifying is good. Should be done quickly within the process. What you don't want is to have four conversations, four hours, and then understand that the person's never going to buy. And I've been in HubSpot for eight years and I can tell you I've disqualified and it took me a while to kind of understand what that motion looks like. Um, but I was able to disqualify and then I've had people come back to me after a couple years and been like, hey, I did the certification, I did this, I did that. It worked. I want to buy now. So disqualifying for me is probably the biggest thing I would have new reps do
0: understand when, um, and do quickly. Cause it's super important. Cause I mean, if you don't do it, you're, you're basically, you're wasting time. Like, I mean, all of your time, it has an opportunity cost. If you're spending time with a client that's never going to buy, you're not calling those clients that might buy. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. I love that insight. So yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Stefan. Of course. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening and thank you, Stefan for the with us, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean,